the world is changing so quickly these days, it's nearly impossible to keep up with everything. Remember when Facebook first started? What about going to Blockbuster? Jump in the time machine with the Going Off Topic podcast as we look at how the times have changed. Welcome to the Going Off Topic podcast, part of the Anything Incredible Network. I'm your host, Kyle Foshe. Joining me via Zoom, a fellow 90s kid, Duke's Anything Incredible podcast. What's going on, man? How you doing? Foshi, what's happening, man? Doing good. Hanging in there. And um, last of a dying breed, as I would say, mm. for, for the 90s. Not only, unfortunately, I'm going to age myself here, but not only <laughs> am I technically a 90s kid, but I'm a true 1990 kid. So, you know, I like to call that last of a dying breed. Uh, unfortunately, it really just means that I'm old. So, all in all, doing well. How about yourself? You hanging in there as a, as a fellow 90s kid? Yeah, I'm doing well. Um, so I guess we are, yeah, I was born in 91. So I guess we're like six months apart, actually. Almost close, yeah. Almost close. exactly six months apart, I think. Um, so yeah, I'm 91, but we're pretty, you know, pretty similar. Um, I think, you know, what this podcast is really going to display is how old we are and how things have changed and how, you know, I was thinking about this as I was writing out this outline that I was doing. And I would love, I, I guess everybody feels this way, but I feel like, Obviously, you know, our parents' age, the technology that they're seeing now is ridiculous, but I feel like it was spread over so many years. I feel like just in the last, you know, we're almost, I'm almost 30 now. I feel like in the last 30 years, let alone the last 10 years, technology, just things in general have just taken off and are totally different than what they used to be when we were little kids, middle school, high school. Even college, I mean, that was, what, uh, 10 years ago, I guess, college now, almost 10 years, which is ridiculous <laughs> to think of. But even just those 10 years, the amount of things that have changed and the way the world is so different. And this is, you know, we're, def- we're not talking about COVID or all that stuff. This is just normal, regular life that we're going to look at. How things have changed and become so different in those years. That I mean, I like, I like sat down and wrote down some of these things and I was like, man, this is just crazy to think about some of this stuff. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you think of some of these things that not only to your point, you know, have become second nature, you know, it's not even that it actually takes extra effort to think backwards and have that kind of connection that you just had, which is, wow, is didn't used to be like this. Not only that, but wow, how inefficient things were, uh, how, how hard, you know, a lot of things we're going to talk about today is like access points, a lot of access points for me across different mediums. All these things that just really, honestly, the growth of the internet kind of changed. You know, growing up, we heard all of these things that were saying the internet's going to change this. It's going to wipe out that. It's going to make this non-existent. And I think growing up, we kind of just, I at least rolled my eyes, you know, and just kind of thought, yeah, oh, okay, what, you know, whatever, man. Yeah, it's whatever. But looking back now, like you said, it really, that is really the case, right? It is like have been uh, obviously a complete game changer, which I'm not saying anything new. Everyone is sitting there thinking, yeah, of course the internet is a game changer. Sure. But growing up as a 90s kid, growing up in, I guess, kind of a little bit of the starting age of, of the internet, as far as like for the general public, at least, you know, it's been a part of our life, but very, I don't know how it affects you, but for me, it was a very minimal thing. And it was very much like a thing that was like over here. It wasn't combined with everything that it's combined with now. So it being separate, I think at that time, I didn't really think about it. But now looking back, it's changed basically 
everything. Yeah. And it's made us seem like super old people when we talk about dial up and all the early <laughs> on days of of how we even used the internet. Like I I don't know how you did, but I rarely used internet to go actual website surfing. Yeah. It was more of honestly to instant message and to you know, my parents I think were checking emails on it when the first early days of emails and maybe a few computer games here and there, but that was, that was really about it. You know what I mean? But now here we are and you can get any and everything and all of these things that we're going to talk about have dramatically changed. I think probably, would you say the main constant is probably just the internet, right? Growing and, and getting bigger, better and all around just a beast. Yeah. I think, you know, a lot of the stuff that we're going to talk about. So, you know, when we were texting back and forth about this, I just kind of told you, you know, I'm, I just have a list of things. You come up with a list of things and then we'll just, we'll talk about them and see where we go. But I think you're, you know, you're hundred percent onto something there where if we look back at these lists, I would say probably just quickly glancing over my list, 90, 80 to 90% of these things can all be tied back to how much the internet has changed and how it has changed and improved and dramatically improved people's, like you said, uh, efficiency with life just in general. Um, but it also, there are also, so also some things on my list where I was like, man, I kind of miss like some of these things. Um, and you know, we're going to get there, but I, I think some of these things are just gradually, I mean, it's just going to be, imagine 10 years ago to now and imagine now 10 years in the future, who knows where we're going to go. I mean, it's going to be, we're going to look back at podcasting and that's going to be like a thing of the past. It's going to be this new right. thing that nobody's even thought of yet. That some person's going to come along and be like, oh yeah, I'm going to do this. Like, Imagine, you know, when we were growing up, we're playing video games. Our parents were like, you know, not to say our parents were like old people on the, you know, saying video games are bad for you or whatever we play, but our parents would also be like, you know, go outside and run around and play games and play with your friends and do whatever. And now there's people playing video games that are making millions and millions of dollars and that's a career and all this stuff. It's just, it's, in, it's insane to think about. And I can't even comprehend where we're going to be 10 years from now with some of this technology and just in general. Yeah, I think the big example is even your podcast right there, right? I think some of the podfathers, some of the OGs, what would you say, 08, 09-ish, mm-hmm. you know, 2010, we were in college at that point. And I don't know about you in college, but I can tell you right now, I sure as hell wasn't pervy or had any idea what a podcast was. I wasn't in, I wasn't hip. And I thought at the time when I was in college, I thought I, I thought I had hipster vibes. You know, I thought I was into the cool, I was into the indie music and the scenes and the film. And, you know, I was artsy and doing all these cool things, but I, I wasn't really like, hard into podcasts like they've become a thing now so to your point i mean that's just one of those you know i think that's the perfect example because there's probably some things happening right now that we're not even up on that are gonna become the next new thing you know who knows yeah yeah absolutely so with that little intro let's jump into some of the things that we have written down um i'm gonna kick it off with this one which is so i had this list on my phone of things that have changed and this one was like for whatever reason I think, I, I think this actually came to my mind when we first went out to eat during the pandemic and it was, or not first, but you know, when they started to kind of loosen up and you go out to eat and all that stuff. And I just thought of this for some reason, but when you would go into a restaurant and the hostess would ask you or the host would say, do you want smoking or non-smoking? And yeah, you yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick like, oh yeah, we want non-smoking as if there was some sort of barrier in the restaurant where there was like smoking, non-smoking. There's there's an invisible barrier where it's going to keep the smoke on this side. But man, I can't even imagine. You know, that has always been one of my 
uh, sorry to cut you off, but you, no. you just you struck a chord there. I mean, that has always been one of the questions I've always had in my entire life. Like, oh, really? Oh, we're just going to sit on this side. We're not going to walk out of here smelling or inhaling anything. I mean, who? How did that even? Why, how was that even a continue to be a thing? I, that's crazy. That's actually a really good point. I didn't. I can't believe I didn't think of that. Yeah, for whatever reason, that was the first one that came to my mind, and it, it's just such a bizarre thing because that for sure died with our generation, like with when we were kids, like I can't even remember the last time. I mean, so we're going to be, you know, we're 90 and 91. So probably maybe when we were 10, like, was that the last time that you were at, like maybe, maybe a little older, maybe, but like, I don't know. When did they start banning? When did they start, they started making yeah, that, those bands. Yeah, that's know? true. But yeah, I would love to like, you know, I have a sister that's three years younger, so I'm sure she would remember, but then I have a younger sister and I, I would almost guarantee that if I mentioned that to her, she would have no idea what I was talking about. It's so a good that point. one, for, for whatever reason, just really stood out to me. I thought that would, was really funny that we used to do smoking and non-smoking uh, sections. And oh, yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. And, and, and to be honest with you, that, that's still, you know, I forget a lot of things that happened in the past, but I'll never forget. One thing that always stands out to me is, I want to say it was probably a few years ago. We were, you know, like a Saturday night trying to find something to do. Not really going on. Not a whole lot going on, but, you know, we wanted to drink. So we went down to this tiny little place down the street. It's actually right in between your house and my house. And uh, we walk in there. It looks like a little, like a little house. It's like mm. a house bar. We walk in there. Everybody inside, closed <laughs> doors, smoking. Yeah, I, I, it blew my mind. I was like, oh, I cannot. I did not know that people legitimately had functioning operations where <laughs> it was just a thing. So old school that all the tables had ashtrays on them and stuff. And I was just like, oh, this place is just legitimately just stuck in, you know, the eighties. The night yeah. is stuck somewhere, not here. <laughs> I, I thought, I thought it was so crazy and. You know, I can't think of any other places since then, really, where you go in and you're just people are just able, like especially bars. You know, mm. that was the big place. I think people always smoked in bars, but every once in a while, I'll go to some of these old bars in the city, and they uh, they'll still have some cigarette machines. And it's just thinking, it's yeah. like, oh, that's that's funny. You just, I think it's time to cut ties with those things. You know what I mean? Like, let <laughs> yeah. it go. Let it go. Yeah. Yeah. One. How much how money are you making from a cigarette machine these days? You know what I mean? Yeah. I can't imagine long, too much. Uh, how much money are you making? And then also like how long have those cigarettes just been sitting in? The, oh yeah. For years. Yeah. yeah that, years. That's even another good point that you mentioned, like, like ashtrays. I mean, the, the last time I saw an ashtray on a table, like unless you're going to like a bar that has a patio, but yeah, you're right. All these small local neighborhood bar type places where the people that go in there are the same people every night that are never going to say anything about the rules that are just going to do their own thing. That's, that's a good point though. But yeah, so that was the first one that I had was smoking versus non-smoking sections in restaurants. You know, it reminds me real quick, last thing, folks, she's like, even that thing last year, I think it was, that viral video of that guy that robbed that bar here in St. Louis, and that one guy just stood there and smoked a cigarette, <laughs> didn't even care, he got that gun, he was literally, you know, that's a perfect example, that guy was just chiefing away inside <laughs> of the bar, and nobody even questioned that, because this guy had a gun pointed to his head, and he just sat there smoking his cigarette, like, I don't care, but, you know, me being me, I was just sitting there thinking, I know where that place is, they let you smoke in there, I'm, you know, that's, that's okay, you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that crazy. Uh, what, what's your uh, what's what's one that you got on your list? We'll bounce back and forth. Yeah, well, I think an obvious one and a big one is you know what we're gonna do, what what you and I talk about all the time, and we do it almost every night during season, and that's just sports in general. Watching, being able to watch sports, mm. non-local sports legally. Yeah, growing up, high school, college, even not even too long ago. To be honest with you, um, anytime that I wanted to watch a non-St. Louis or Midwest market team, 
we're going to hit up the illegal streams. We're going to hit the aggregate sites. We're going to hit Reddit. You know, we're going to hit wherever we can. Now, all of these leagues, all even the college, the conferences, they all have their own channels, their own TV deals, their own streaming sites. Everyone has their own app. All of these things. You know, when I was in college a million years ago, Foshi, I took an app building class, you know, and back then it was like, how can you make cool apps to catch people? You don't even need that anymore. An app is just a normal part of, of, of everyday existence. If, if, you, if, if somebody presents you with a new company, a new thing, a new, you're automatically like, okay, well, what's the app? If they don't have an app, you're immediately just, wait, what? Oh, this, they're, they're not legit then. That's not legit. So now we can, you and I can look at, watch any single game we want to, might have to pay a little bit of money, but now the option at least is there. Whereas I know growing up, especially being fans of sports teams that were not St. Louis, it just wasn't, it just wasn't a thing. It, being able to do it legally is just, you know, it, it wasn't possible. Yeah. That's that not one that I thought of, but that's, you know, a great point. Cause you know, we're both, obviously we both love the St. Louis teams, but we don't have, St. Louis doesn't have a basketball team. So we grew up as outside you know, different teams from different cities. And yeah, I mean, watching those games was, you know, if their team was on, you were glued to the TV watching. If, you, if it weren't on national TV, then you were just kind of stuck it. checking the box score. Yep. Um, but yeah, that one kind of just in general relates to another one that I had was just the access to media in general, like movies, TV shows. I mean, I remember when we were growing up, you didn't have the ability to rewind TV. If you were watching a TV show and you had to run to the bathroom and came back two minutes late, well, you were just shit out of luck. You just missed those two minutes. You had to hope that someone else was watching or they would fill you in. Um, and, or Ellen and I were talking about this last night that I'm sure everybody did. Everybody's dad did was recording TV or movies to VHSs. So you could go back and have those as your personal thing and watch them whenever you wanted or set it for hey seven o'clock on a Sunday night. Uh, Sopranos is on. I know there's a lot of people that you know Sopranos was huge on HBO and that was, legit live TV. You couldn't go back and rewind or do anything. So a lot of people would set the D, set the VHS to start recording at seven, end at eight. And then, uh, you know, as the time went on, a lot of people took those VHS tapes and recorded them to DVDs. And I mean, there's so many DVD, just bootleg DVDs out there, movies that people have. And now it's like people aren't even buying DVDs anymore because you can go on Netflix, you can go on Amazon, you can go on Hulu, all these streaming sites and either rent the movie for four bucks or buy it for 20 and just have it all the time on all across all your devices when you're home, when you're on vacation, when you're all these places. So just the, just the, in just the overall access to TV. I mean, you had to wait, I guess this goes related to another one too. You know, you wanted to watch a whole season of a TV show. You missed a couple episodes. Well, you have to go to blockbuster when they get the VHS or the DVD in stock, rent that, go home, you get it for seven days, you got to watch it and then return it. You don't just get to find whatever episode you missed and watch it. So, I mean, that that's just a whole other thing, just access to media in general, I feel like. Oh yeah, for sure. I think that, you know, two things. I think that the the VHS thing was one of my things. There was also, it was combined it with kind of recording, um, you know, home videos or whatever on cassette tapes. Mm. The reason I was going to talk about it is specifically because, you know, so many people, always, you know, there, we always have these trends, the, the, the analog, the physical things are always trendy, you know, like vinyl records will never go out of style. I don't think. And all of the, you know, we have waves of VHS players and all stuff, but what people don't realize and don't understand and forget about is how fragile those things were. 
you know, classic. No one, these young kids don't know the, 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 the fragileness. Is that a word of these VHS tapes? You know, the thing uh, you get those, the famous VHS lines on the screen. And if you damage that mm. thing enough, those, those lines turned like thick and they were just white. Sometimes they get colored on there, depending on what tapes, you know, you can even, I remember even back having colored, like color, having colored tape. They used to charge you, or <laughs> I think for colored VHS ones, like what, what? I don't, you know what I mean? Um, in cassette tapes. Oh my, I destroyed so many cassette tapes because they were actual tape. And the difference between the two, obviously is that those VHS tapes were enclosed. So you really couldn't get a hold of them, but those cassette tapes were always, Oh, there was always that small section that was a little, and they would always get tangled up oh, yeah. and destroyed. And wow, it just a, a complete disaster really. But when you think back, those are the things that I love the most, especially because that goes all the way back to, to analog recording because it just blows my mind the amount of skill and time and things. You think about some of these most popular, iconic music and records and film literally pieced together on analog machines with actual recorded tape, cut, copied, glued, pasted together. It's insane. It's, yeah. Can you imagine putting a two-hour, an hour-and-a-half movie on actual today it's it's clicks it's literally it's it's times a thousand on the speed efficiency and all these things i just can't imagine living in that time being somebody who's like literally cutting tape and pasting <laughs> tape together to make movie scenes and stuff it's just it's insane so yeah to, to your point you know i i think it's just crazy to think back and you know the other thing and the second point to this Foshi, is that to your point about the tv shows I don't think I don't know. I don't think I ever kept up with the show until mm. I was able to have access to these apps and these things that I'm talking about. Uh, there was no I, I didn't have any shows that to your point, it would it would be blockbuster, it'd be a DVD. Uh and, and even at that, they're usually just movies because like what's the point? How, how am I you're not gonna watch that whole DVD of a TV show most of the time, you know? And so do you really want to pay for one or two episodes? Like I back in the day I didn't. You know, I, and I remember thinking. I remember the conversation. You remember the conversations when Blockbuster people they kept raising their prices like slightly. <laughs> Thinking back now, like four four dollars or something. But at that time, it's like four four dollars, <laughs> four ninety nine. And then you had the new releases that were out. You know, within two weeks or something, those would be like eight dollars or something. And you only had, you know, was it like Blockbuster would give you five days for a normal one and three days for the new one? And it's just like, oh my god, these are so expensive, so crazy. Now you're looking back, and it's just just absolutely nothing you know you're, you're spending nowadays you're spending six dollars to rent it digitally for 24 hours you know what i mean and that's so i don't know man it's just looking back you're, you're right and and i just think that the interesting thing of in what you said to me was that i don't think i've ever really stuck with a show until we got to the point you know probably within the last decade where we actually had the ability to to turn it on whenever you wanted you know what i mean yeah that's that's a good point too and now you know the thing is you can't sure you can find all of these movies and TV shows on online. But I mean, we used to go to Blockbuster, you know, once a month or whatever. And my mom would win a movie. My dad would get a movie and then we'd get a video game. You can't rent video games now. Blockbuster's gone. Family video's gone. You can get them from Redbox, but they have a very limited selection. True. You can sign up for a, a Gamefly membership and do it that way. But that seems lame. I am shocked that... That's true. Well, they like, do have services. I just don't know how, you know, Gamefly, I think, is that what you said? Yeah. There's, yeah, a, there's a couple out there that I don't, I just don't know how effective those are, you know? Yeah. I'm just shocked that like, yeah, this is a whole other conversation, but the Microsoft and Sony and uh, Nintendo haven't figured out a way to like put the games on their 
their store and you can rent them for rent them for seven days for twelve dollars and then they automatically get taken off. You can test it out. But I don't know. That's another interesting thing, which I'm sure and eventually in the future that's gonna happen. I mean Yeah, to, I mean that to. to to be honest with you, that kind of leads into my biggest item, I think, mm. which it encompasses all kinds of media, but I think it might be a reason why first of all though, speaking of read red box. RIP to Redbox. When's the last time you used a Redbox? Not re- yeah. That was, remember I, remember that was when that was cutting edge. People were like, "Oh, Redbox, this is going to change the game." And now, now look at it. We we like that is a good example of what you were saying in the intro to this actual episode of like that is not too long ago, and we don't even. I honestly can't even. I mean, I bet you it's been three two years yeah. since I've rented a Redbox. And uh, to your point about the video games, I think that's actually my biggest thing that I that I wrote down, which is the ability to not only stick and see new media, but to preview it. So the reason I think that maybe they don't do that is because there you have so much access to watch or listen to game reviews, real gameplay. You can now watch Twitch people actually play the game. I mean, that's how I review a new game, right? So if I hear a game, I don't go any, I go to YouTube, I look at a couple of reviews and then I go to Twitch and I say, look, I'm going to watch somebody really play this and see what the game's made of uh, and see what they think as they're going through and there's multiple Twitch people for every, you know, you can search by your game and what this did for me, for is it brought back all these memories because I've always been a gamer. Um, and I remember back in the day, the way that I would stay, I thought, okay, how would I know of an upcoming game? Okay. Now it's all over the internet. It's Twitter. It's everywhere. Right. You know, when games are being released, gaming is kind of in a different stratosphere now, but I remember back in the day, how would I do that? And I really remembered, I was subscribed mm. to a monthly magazine. I don't know if you remember this. I think it was called Game Informer. Oh yeah, they still have Game Informer still was like a legit. Oh, it is. Yeah. Well, that's good for them because it at the time I Love remember them. it was an amazing magazine, and they did a great job. They would do in depth reviews. They had screenshots uh, of the gameplay, and you know interviews and all these things. And that is literally I remember like thinking now to wait on an upcoming video game within the next month on a physical magazine is just so non-existent anymore. Yeah. I don't know. You're, you're from, you sounds like you're kind of familiar with the, the magazine. Oh yeah. Game. I mean, Game Informer was the huge one. I, I remember going to, um, you know, like the grocery store with my mom once a week and she would go shopping and I'd go sit in the magazine section and mm-hmm. just look at the PlayStation because the PlayStation magazine, I think it was the PlayStation magazine. It used to come, it was like a monthly magazine, I think. And it used to come with a demo disc of whatever the oh. three like biggest games were that were coming out. So you could buy the magazine for 15 bucks or whatever. You get the magazine for all the articles and stuff, but you also get a demo disc of the three biggest games that are coming out. So you take that disc, you play it, and it's got like one or two levels per game and you did that. But wow, yeah. I really, I totally forgot about it. You're, you're right, man. I totally forgot about that. That's wild. Yeah, the only reason that I, I still know that Game Informer is around is with, if you sign up for a GameStop like membership, which gets you like percentage off of things. You also automatically get subscribed to Game Informer magazine. <laughs> so I used to have a GameStop membership and I just recently I was like, I don't need this anymore. This is not this is not a great use of my money at this point. Yeah. But I would get the Game Informer magazine once a month and you know flip through the pages. It's still the exact same layout. The first there's one game wow. on the cover wow. and it's 10 pages of that one game. And then the rest is all games that are coming out that little, you know, they get a page or two and then the last 20 pages are all just game reviews where they yeah. rate them out of 10 and yeah. still the same layout, still cranking. I mean, they do have a digital version now too, but 
Yeah, I mean, Game Informer, those magazines were always the best. Yeah, and then, then so you take that concept and you apply it to everything. You know, the next thing that popped in my mind for me was shoes. I, I mm. think now, I just think, how would I ever know about shoes, right? Yeah. I, I, every time, every year for basketball, whatever, how would I do it? East Bay. Yeah, that's it. I literally yep. lived, I was religious and I kept <laughs> East Bay. I had an East Bay subscription. I, I don't I don't know, 10 plus years, easy. I mean, I, I kept it going because I was like, why, why not? I don't need that. You don't need that. You, you literally, you, you have 10 clicks of your keyboard and, and yeah. you're on your phone, you know, whatever it is. I'm sure East Bay has their own app. You know, you have all these other, you know, I don't know. But it's just that used to be m- my lifeline for shoes, you know. Same thing with, um, I don't not so much movies or TV, but really that, 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 that kind of preview ability can really be applied to anything, you know, and we're not, we don't need to, to do any of that. We, 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 I guess in a physical form, you can get all of that and 20 times more digitally. So I think it's just the overall, the ability to preview, I guess it's a preview, yeah. uh, media just in general content now is just, uh, I mean, it's like night and day, man. Yeah, that's, that's a great point. Um, and yeah, something that I, you know, I didn't even really think of either, but um, 100% accurate on all those accounts. I have a couple that are actually, I mean, I guess eventually they, they come back to technology and, and that type of stuff. But the one that I, I randomly was sitting, um, sitting writing this out last night, and for whatever reason, this one came to my mind. And it was when we were growing up and you went on vacation you didn't have a cell phone. You didn't have internet. You you were kind of completely like unplugged and off the grid. So if something big happened, you know, I remember going on vacation and, you know, we get back and, or, you know, we're traveling and my mom, we stop at a gas station. She picks up a newspaper over and she's like, oh, one of the, you know, the older presidents had passed away. And it's like, oh, that's, a, you know, that's why all the flags are at half staff and all this stuff. But now all that stuff comes you know, you're driving, you're on vacation, it comes right to your phone. Back then it was like, you'd come home and you have to catch up with your grandparents and catch up with your cousins and catch up with your friends. Now it's like, you're no, you are never, no matter where you go, like if you go, you know, we go to Jamaica, we don't use our cell phone because it's like, you know, they charge you, they have Wi-Fi on the resort, but it's not the best. And you know, it, if you get off the Wi-Fi, then you charge, they charge you per minute because you're roaming or whatever. But even there, you still get text messages. You still get sports updates. You still get breaking news on celebrity things or culture or anything. But I mean, back in the, you know, back when we were growing up, we'd go on vacation. You were totally, completely unplugged. Now you have everything right to your phone. It's really impossible to totally unplug. It's impossible. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm going to, I'm going to actually take it a step further um, from the, from the road trip and the, and the vacation standpoint, which is, this is something that, you know, we joke about in my family all the time was because back in the day, growing up as a kid, what was one thing that you had to have in your car at all time? You had to have maps. You had to have a map. Have that right My dad too. was a map expert. I'm not joking. He would pull out a map. I've never seen, I, I, this is something that I could never do. I could never read a physical map. Mm. People used to think I was so dumb, but I just couldn't do it. I couldn't vision it. I couldn't track it. My dad would pull out a map and he would plan out the next two hours, you know, yeah. highway this to this, to this, to this, and, and just remember it all in his head. And when you're driving, he would just have to remember, oh, there's exit 45. Okay. And, and, <laughs> Now, Siri tells us that, right? We have yeah. all of our maps and stuff. I don't go, no one goes anywhere without their phone telling them where to go. And then here's the other thing. 
So growing up, then we get into high school and then what are we using in high school? Mm. MapQuest, right? Yep. Then we're printing out. Oh, so <laughs> right. now this new thing, this in-between of now and as our childhood has come out and has made everything so much better because now we can print it out. Mm. We have a physical paper. Now it's not a map, but it's actually directions left or right on there, which we're so... I remember, I mean, I, it took over the world. I remember yep. everything was MapQuest. Did you MapQuest it? Did you MapQuest it? Come to find out that, I don't know about you, but for me, at least oh, half of the MapQuest were always fucking wrong anyway. <laughs> they were never right. They were always outdated. They never updated the roads. You know, you'd be going and you just hit a straight dead end. It's like I've been a construction, a bridge <laughs> they tore down seven years ago. You know, okay. Uh, and then now here we are where you have all these different methods. You can check the traffic before you leave the morning and change your route and give you a program, 17 different routes. And, you know, here we are, we're talking to all these people right now that are just rolling their eyes. So what yeah. I'm telling you, trying to get somewhere 45 minutes away, it, for me at least, it was a totally different world for me then. Oh yeah. I mean, absolutely. That's what I have that one written down too. Cause and it's funny that we've seen, you know, the total evolution of the big giant, map books that you would buy and you have to flip to the back to find page R32 and then you'd flip to R32 and find out where you were on the grid and yeah and then you know then like you said MapQuest comes along and that was funny because I mentioned MapQuest last night to Ellen and she was like that was the biggest piece of shit app website I've ever used that you, you'd be able to you know you'd find yourself on a sidewalk and all this stuff and then now we're using like you said Google Maps Waze uh, all of these different things where you know if you you know, if you make a wrong turn, it'll just automatically reroute exactly. you to where right. you're, you're, you're fine. It's insane. Yeah, it's you're crazy. fine. I just always remember when I first got my first car. My dad was so old school. He literally gave me a map, a Missouri map. He was like, here's the whole state. Keep this yeah. in your, he's, the rule is you keep it on the back pouch behind your driver's mm. side seat. And I was like, I'm never, I'm never, never going to use that. And I never did. <laughs> so never funny. did. Yeah. So funny. Um, so this one is is actually shout out to Ellen. She brought this one up when I, I was like, you know, I had some things written down, but then I asked her because she's a fellow 90s kid like us. Um, and she brought up the fact that when you were in an airport and people were flying, you used to be able to walk that person to their gate. Yeah. And actually like watch them go through the gate onto the plane. And then, you know, once some of the things happened and, you know, they updated security, it's like, you can't even walk. You basically, all you yeah. can do in an airport is walk in the front door if you don't have a ticket or go through security, you basically walk in the front door, walk the person to like the line. And then you're like, okay, see ya. That's it. I mean, and that probably was the case all the way up until nine 11. Right. Right. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So, so what was that? 2001. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, it's been like that for a while now, but you're right. Yeah. You're totally right. Back in the day, yeah, airports were super relaxed. It was basically yeah. just another form of taking a taxi cab, to be honest with you. Yeah. That's crazy. Now, That's crazy that that, that long though. That it was that relaxed, honestly, and and uh, you know, nine eleven obviously is the worst thing ever, but like, kind of wild that a whole lot of other stupid, <laughs> crazy stuff didn't happen. You know what I mean? Like, people yeah. were really. Now you think back, and you you think back, how, how did more not more craziness happen? But yeah, it just wasn't. It just wasn't. I don't. I don't know. It just wasn't a thing like that. It's so crazy, right? Well, and yeah, you know, you think about. I I would assume I so I've never I didn't fly until like five years ago. It was the first time I ever flew. Um, we always used to just load up the van and drive wherever we were going. Um, but I assume that if you were flying pre nine 11, that you would literally just get to the airport like half an hour early, walk in true, and like get on your true. plane. Like now you literally have to get there. If you're not, if you tell people like, Oh yeah, I'm going to go catch a flight, you know, and I got to be there. Like our flight leaves at seven and I'm going to get there at five. People will be like, 
what only two hours before you like you're crazy True. you're never gonna make it it's like you know you got to get there three at least two hours minimum i would say most sometimes even three hours because you got to go through security you got to take your shoes off you got to get in yeah. line you got to go yeah. through all this stuff you gotta you know you we can't even which is i mean totally acceptable but you can't even take like when we were going to jamaica last year you have to my in-laws had sunscreen and they're like nope can't take this we have to confiscate it we have you get your shampoo bottle can only be a certain size it's like it's just it's it's crazy all the stuff all the rules and regulations which for good reason but yeah sure it's crazy sure to think that 20 years ago you were able just to basically probably you could you could honestly probably walk into a plane with anything like i wouldn't be surprised yeah and you know you you also make me think about all these other things that you know when you bring up one of these things it brings up all these personal uh uh, situations that I, you know, it makes me think of the last time we were flying back from Mexico. Mm. We were in this air, we were in the airport, and, uh, you know, the 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 board, the 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 flight board, said, "Hey, we're we're good to go." You know, or blah blah blah. We're 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 we're, we're happy. And all of a sudden, we're getting up to the, we're getting up to the time, and our our gates not filling <laughs> up. Things are not looking right. Come to find out that, um, you know. On the app, they updated the app that our flight was changing to a new gate. It was going to be 30 minutes early. So we're sprinting through there. The, the board didn't change, though. And so it makes me think of back in the day, how terrible was that communication when flights were changing or delayed or canceled? I can't only imagine the delay in information. You know what I mean? It just had to have been so terrible because even if they, you know, I know they had boards and stuff that told you what it was, but even if a flight delayed, like how long do you think it probably took so much longer for them to communicate that delay yeah. to the airport and then the airport change, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if they even had, if it was like a physical board where they actually changed it, like the gas station signs, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? I, who knows? Who knows? But yeah. You're right, man. No, yeah, that's, that's a great point. I mean, even, you know, we, we actually missed our flight coming back from Jamaica to the United States last time we went. <laughs> and that was, I mean, a whole nother story and probably one of the most stressful things I've gone through. But yeah, I can't imagine like you're Can you imagine doing that out. without, without the technology we have today. Exactly. Like the only reason we found out was we like checked on our phone and we were like, holy shit, like we're not going to make it. We're going to miss our flight. Imagine <laughs> just being like, yeah, we're just going to get there. And then all of a sudden you get to the airport and you're like looking around and nobody's there. And you're kind of like, uh, I, yeah, I don't get know so what's going on. Yeah, we get so comfortable. You know, I just think even the last business trip that I took, we literally almost missed our flight by minutes because we were literally at the bar next to the gate <laughs> and we just weren't looking in that direction. We were just sitting yeah. there having a few beers, hanging out. We got too comfortable. Before you know it, we're, the, we're those assholes that are the last ones on the plane. And that is with all the technology today. I can't crazy. imagine doing that 20 years ago. No way. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, all right, what do you, you got another one you want to hit on? Not really. I think that okay. my, my big ones just kind of encompass just it really is just honestly, if you bubble it all up, it's to the comfortability that the, all, all of our, our technology has given us today. So you got more. Why don't you keep rolling? Yeah, I got a, I got a couple that we can burn through real quick. Um, I remember when we were in high school that, you know, this was I don't I can't remember when Facebook actually started, but and you had to have a college email address to get on. But I remember when we were in high school, you had to be invited to Facebook by someone yeah. that was already on Facebook. Yeah. Um, so that was interesting. I mean, now you can just That's like, funny. sign up. You can create, you can sign up and create a thousand different accounts if you want. Just have a thousand Facebooks for whatever reason, if you want to, you know, whatever. But yeah, back then it was like, oh yeah, you had to be invited by somebody that was already on there. Um, so that was interesting. Another one that I had was, a lot of these are just technology, so we can burn through them pretty quick. Um, iPods are not really a thing. Burning CDs and then cassette and CD players in cars. Like nobody uses those anymore. You're always, you got the, auxiliary cord plugged into your phone playing what music you want to play but i 
it was interesting to me. Like just iPods are really not a thing. It's just on your phone now. Dude, you know what? I'm going to take that even a step further because I'll tell you this. One of those technologies that was like, this is going to change the game with the internet or whatever. And I just really, at the time, I was like, whatever, man. And that was Bluetooth. I was mm. just kind of like, whatever on Bluetooth. I'm like, it's fine. And nobody really uses it that much. <laughs> Little did my dumbass know that it would literally connect and do everything. What, where would we be today without Bluetooth? Everything. Everything. And I, I take, I fully take back, you know, everything that I said, you know, because I just didn't know. I just didn't care. I was like, yeah, it, it'll be whatever. But now I don't think I use one thing throughout any given day that is not connected to Bluetooth. I mean, even when you pop those your AirPods in, yeah, you know what I mean? Anything. Well, think about what, when's the last time that you had a day that you did something didn't connect Bluetooth. You know, think sure. about that for a little bit. Yeah. Cra- that, that is crazy. That, that is some technology right there that really changed a whole, a whole lot. Cause I remember back in the day when Bluetooth was only for the, the losers who I thought they were losers, who would leave that ear clip in and talk on mm. the phone out loud. And I just thought, wow, that if that's what Bluetooth is, fine. I don't, I'm good over here. But like I said, little did I know that you would literally be able to do all the awesome things that we're able to do and connect with now, you know? Yeah, that's a great point. I didn't even think about that. But yeah, you, you definitely took it a step further. And that's great. Uh, the next one is just that, just, you know, the internet in general. I feel, you know, when it first came out, it was strictly for, like you said earlier, school, you, internet school, you looked up articles, you read, did art things, my, you know, people checked their work email. And now it's 50-50 work and, and maybe probably more than that between work and personal. You're on it for Facebook, Twitter, personal email, whatever you're doing. And then you're on your work, you know, you're doing work on it too for if you have a job on it. But most of the stuff you're doing on the internet is now personal for sure. I mean, it's everything, right? I mean, every single app that you use, you have to have some yeah. functionality in the internet, right? You, 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 I mean, what do we have now? I, I, I know for me when I'm working at home and stuff, my internet goes out. It's like, what, what, do, what do we do? I don't, I don't even know what to, what to do. The only thing that I have is the music and the podcast that I've already set to, I, I auto download them download. specifically for that. Yeah. So that you sure. don't need internet. Like if you don't deliberately download things offline to use them, what are you going to do? <laughs> Everything that you use and, and you have at your fingertips is all internet based, right? So yeah, I mean, to your point, it's just, it literally touches everything that we do. It's kind of crazy when you actually sit back and you think about it, you can really get some deep stoner thoughts going of just, whoa, uh, whoa, ev- everything is connected, man. Uh, the last, I have two more. So the last one is when you were using the internet, you, every person had a computer, like in your house, you had a computer room, whether it was in your parents' bedroom, whether it was yeah. in your breakfast room, whatever, you yeah. had a computer room and you, everybody grew up on our generation with dial up. So you'd have to take the, you know, my parents' phone, we had a living room phone and then we had their bedroom with the computer was down the hall. So we'd have to drag the cord out, plug it into the, plug it into the phone, make sure nobody was going to make a phone call in the next hour while you were going to use the internet you know, somebody would call, you get the busy tone. It's just, I mean, just that alone right there, a busy tone. When's the last time that you got a busy tone? You know, (laughs) when you call a place and you have a busy tone, I've had this happen to me before where I called like a business or something. I forget what it was. Busy tone. I'm not giving you, like, you're so outdated to me. I mean, you don't deserve my money. Like, I'm serious. Like, I don't care what it is, but if you don't have multiple lines now, then you are not in this century. You don't even deserve any, you know what I mean? And that's kind of crazy alone. So a second point to you, to what you're saying is not only did you have the computer room, but 
specifically your computer, a desktop computer, you know, mm. think about that. What do people use desktops for? Really? Honestly, now, I think just gaming. They, they yeah. literally are just hardcore gamers or just you, you, you build your own computer, but you're not using that just to hang out and casual. No, you're usually using that for specific things, right? Sure. Um, which I know computer, the progression of laptops and all that stuff. But if you just think about it now, when you see somebody have a, a real desktop, like what's your thought go through your head now when you're like, oh, you have a desktop? What do you think? Because yeah. for me, it's either, oh, you're, you're, you're gaming or you are super, super behind. Like, yeah. That is something that you don't use anymore. What yeah. do you think? Yeah, it's crazy. Um, just, you know, you mentioned that because my, my parents definitely have a desktop at home, but I don't think they use it all that often because my mom has a work laptop and then they have tablets, you know, they have an iPod, an iPad yeah. or whatever yeah. that they're using. But yeah, they definitely still have a desktop at home, but I, it, I think it just sits in my, in their room and probably collects dust now. But yeah, that's, that's, that's interesting too. Something that, but yeah, I just remember when, you know, it's like, oh, I'm going to get on AOL and chat with people, you know, you'd have to ask your mom, like, Hey, can I, plug this in for half an hour. Yeah. And so, you know, you can not make calls or whatever. And that, that was funny too. Um, the last one I have before we get out of here is just memorizing phone numbers. I mean, you had, <laughs> you had to memorize phone numbers or you had a phone book or That's your true. parents had like a personal phone book. You had now, a phone book. Yeah. You get your phone numbers from, you know, you get a phone, you just ask mom like, yeah. Hey, what is all these people's phone numbers? Can you just transfer them over to me? Because, you know, I remember my mom's, my dad's, my house phone, my grandparents. I don't know either of my sister's cell phone numbers. I don't know your <laughs> cell phone number. I don't know any yeah. of my other yeah. friend's cell phone number. They're all just literally... And the only reason I remember my mom, my dad, and my grandparents was because those were the four numbers that I had to memorize when I was growing up because I didn't have a cell phone. So I had... you know, If I had to call them, I'd use the landline or if I was <laughs> yeah. got driving and I got stuck somewhere, I had to call them using somebody else's phone. But those were the four numbers I always had to memorize just because those are the people that if something happened, I was calling them to come get me or whatever. Yeah. And you know, the, I've been seeing and hearing this a lot lately, which is like on different podcasts and TV and whatever. But to your point, like the whole concept of a Rolodex, you know, that that's just yeah. non-existent anymore. People don't know what that is. Legitimately, people have no idea what that actually is. Um, and there's this really funny, there's a few funny I think they're TikTok accounts where they just ask, you know, young teenagers, what are things old, you know, like what's a Rolodex? And they say, oh yeah, I think that's like a whale or something, isn't it? It's a kind of, you know, they say the most ridiculous things and it just makes you scratch your head, but it also makes you get super depressed because you're like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. I remember we, you know, we had, you know, they made like Rolodexes are technically for like professional or, 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 or job stuff, but you know, they had family ones, like you said, like a phone book and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and it also reminds me of back in the day, my grandpa and my aunt had uh, had 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 car phones, and I remember that mm, that nice. being a thing was like they were the only people that I knew that had a car phone, and it was so terrible, so ugly, <laughs> but they used it all the time. I remember that you know it was like awesome. they they had this mobile phone, and I just remember driving the car thinking that thing is so stupid, but they <laughs> they used it all the time. That's amazing. Yeah, I, you know, speaking of those videos, I love when they get these athletes who are like, you know, some of these guys were born in, oh yeah, uh, yeah like yeah. two thousand one, and they like show them a picture of something or, or ask them, you know, what is this? And it's like a VHS tape, and they're like, uh, I have no idea. And you're like, wow, this guy's about to get drafted in the NBA, make millions of dollars, and he doesn't know what a VHS tape is. It's just, it's so funny. I know, man. You think about you to that point. You think about these things, right? So, like, the rule for the NBA right now is you have to be one year removed from high mm. school, right? So let's just say average. 19 year olds right at the youngest what's 
what's 19 years from 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 right now like where we're where yeah. we're at right 2002 too yeah i mean dude that man. wild <laughs> and that's i mean that's the thing it's like you know my sister just turned 21 this year so there's nine years difference between us and I mean, even some of the things that she's doing, I'm like, man, that, that is just, that's just crazy. It's just insane. Like some of the stuff that And there's so insane. much too that we just don't, we're, we're yeah, too we don't old know. for. We yeah. There's know. so much that we're just too old for that we don't even have no idea too. There's probably a, there's probably a bunch of crazy technology that we just <laughs> don't even have it, no idea about. Yeah. Well, I think the, uh, the moral or the overarching theme of this episode is that we're old and we're not getting any younger. Uh, we're just going to have to face that reality and we're just going to have to grow into it. You know, I think uh, a yes. lot of good things came, you know, that we've seen though. Oh, a lot of cool oh, stuff. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. You know, I'm going to hit, I'm going to, I'm going to hit you with my, my closing remarks here. Mm. There's going to be some eye rolls for this and that's okay. <laughs> I'll deal with it. I think this is a perfect situation to what you just said is yes, we are old, but I'm going to hit you with one of my favorite quotes of all time. And that is you're only as old as your ability to process new information. Okay. So Here's the, the lesson here is that things are always going to continue forward. Uh, technology, efficiency, whatever. Maybe they're not always for the better, but most of the time they tend to lean towards the better than for the worse, I think. And all you have to do and what we're going to do, I think, I think we're both in the same boat here is I think up to this point, we always have these older generations that always want to hang on to their things. Mm. Whereas I think we are one of the first generations plural probably that aren't really hanging on to anything that we're actually rolling with the waves. You know what I mean? Like we, we, we want to adapt. We might be slower. We might be a little bit behind, but we're going to catch up to that curve. And we're, we're, we welcome, we've seen these new technologies and these new things be created and come throughout our lifetime already. And so I think that we're just, we just know that, Oh, this is just how life and the world is going to operate moving forward. Right. We're going to continue as a human species. We're going to continue elevating and doing bigger better badder things you know what i mean and so for us i think as long as we're able to process and hang on with that new information which i think that we will do just fine with yes we're going to get old but we're going to be right there with the youngsters hanging out doing the same thing well maybe not all of them but we'll uh we'll be there for the most part i think you know what i mean perfect that's the that's the best way to get us out of here uh, what else has changed? What are some of the things that we might have missed in this back in the day pod, as, as we're going to call it, I think? Let us know, goingofftopicpod at gmail.com. That's goingofftopicpod at gmail.com. Make sure to check out all the social media pages, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Just search going off topic. We should pop up there. Head over to anythingbutcredible.com. You can get all of the Anything But Credible Network, Anything But Credible podcast, Offended podcast, the newly added movie merge podcast, and of course, the Going Off Topic podcast and the Going Off Topic blog. Make sure to check that out, anythingforcredible.com. Wherever you're listening to us right now, make sure to leave us a five-star rating and reviews. That really helps us out. Shout out to Vizard Beats for the intro and outro groove. And as always, keep it off topic.